Welcome to the Lighting Your Way podcast. This season, our sixth, we're talking to my colleagues at Guardian Nurses about how they help our patients navigate a very complex and confusing healthcare maze. At the end of each episode, you'll hear their suggestion as to how you can become an advocate for yourself and your loved ones. This episode features a story by Monica Nash, a longtime friend and colleague at Guardian Nurses. Monica shares a story about a young patient who, after suffering a traumatic brain injury, had exhausted all of his therapy visits that were covered under his health insurance plan. Monica worked on his behalf to successfully get additional visits covered. Listen in, and you might want to take some notes. Welcome back to Lighting Your Way, Monica Nash. It's, um, it is an honor and a privilege to have you back on the podcast. Oh, Betty, thanks. I feel the same. Thank you very much. Yeah. Now, uh, Monica, I do occasionally, from time to time, your uh, superhero name is Nurse Nash. <laughs> so I, if I slip during the podcast and call you that, please know it's coming with great affection. I appreciate that too. Thank you. <laughs> so uh, this season, we're we're reaching out to our colleagues at Guardian Nurses and and trying to highlight the stories and the work that we do day in and day out, and and talk to our listeners about what they can learn from those experiences and those stories. So this season's all about our nurses and all about stories. And uh, I know you have a, a a good one to share with us. So without further ado. I will pass the mic to you. Tell us about your story. All right. Thanks, Betty. So I had a case a while ago. It was a young man who was in a serious motor vehicle accident. He sustained a significant traumatic brain injury. Um, he was in ICU for over a month, actually about six weeks. Several times during this admission, his wife was called and they asked her to come in because they wanted her to withdraw life support. His wife knew her husband had so much energy and life in him prior to this injury. She just, she couldn't do that. She knew that he could continue and she wanted to do that. So it was a good decision at that time. And Ben eventually was discharged from the hospital to a rehabilitation center that specialized in traumatic brain injuries. He was there for another month and then he was transferred home. Tell me how old he was. Sure. Ben is in his mid thirties, was wow. a very athletic and active man, um, a force to be reckoned with. And when, you know, when I spoke with his wife, she has that same kind of energy. Um, they did a lot of outdoor activities together and um, bought a farm, had great plans, a lot of stuff coming their way when this thing happened. And um, actually that the injury was caused during a, um, a bike accident. Mm -hmm. So this is all a lot of energy and activity painting the picture of what Ben's life was like prior oh, to this injury. Okay. Okay, thank you. Yeah, sure. Um, ben and his wife have two small children. His wife works primarily from home. Um, thank goodness. So this, when Ben came home, I, I would like to paint that picture as well. That's really hard for everyone. He was wheelchair bound. And um, for those of you that aren't familiar, it was from the traumatic brain injury. It was just as if he had a stroke. He had limited mm -hmm. use of arm and leg on one side, the most affected side. Um, he needed maximum assistance with everything. He was wheelchair bound. He needed help bathing, dressing, eating, going to the bathroom, just moving in general. So I think 
if you stop and think about that, all that his wife had on her plate, yeah. it's an awful lot. It was overwhelming. That's a lot, That's yeah. a lot to handle, uh, you know, especially yeah. with two small children. And right. I do want to I do want to mention that you've decided to call this patient Ben, but that is not his name. Correct. Correct. Great. OK, so let's keep going. So um, Ben's insurance uh, benefit provided home therapy, which included physical therapy, uh, occupational therapy, and speech therapy. He was also allowed at some point some outpatient visits at an outpatient um, therapy center. So to review, his at-home therapy focused on things like transfers, you know, to get him from the wheelchair to the bed or from the bed to the wheelchair, strengthening, you know, he needed to he needed to move that weakened side, but also strengthen the, the um, unaffected side to assist his wife to transfer him. Uh, activities of, of daily living, things that would help him in his home and ultimately return him as, as close as possible to his original state. Okay. So think about that too. Outpatient, however, uses vastly different equipment in different settings. So think about a big gym. Um, they are able to use things like an exoskeleton. In case you don't know what an exoskeleton is, it's like um, it makes you like a superhero. They put you in this big, giant, bulky equipment that allows them to stand you and allows you to learn how to walk again. But you're safely encased and you do have people on either side of you. They also have aqua therapy, which um, he could use an underwater treadmill and lift weights and do a lot of these things that if you think about it, you know that they couldn't do that at home. And I'm, I'm discussing this because all of these therapies and modalities are so important to take a, a healthy, active man back to the state of at least as close to as possible to the state of where he was. So right. the goal was improving daily function, but also Ben's quality of life. Um, oh, ben, must have, that was a lot of therapy. Oh, it's it's intense. And and again, go back to his wife transporting him and people in the home. And just honestly, it's just the calendar. When you looked at their calendar, it just outpatient, inpatient, here, there, everything. So Ben was doing great. And and his wife knew exactly what she 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 made the right decision. She knew he could do it. They could do it together. So his ther- he was doing very well progressing with his short term and long term goals until his insurance company advised that he'd used all of his rehabilitation visits that Uh-oh. were provided. Yep, yep. And that was the benefit plan for the year. This oh. was March. Oh, and so yeah, most yeah. most plans do. I know that our plan has a limit to the amount of therapy visits that you could yes. get, right? So is that a standard type of benefit? Uh, you know, do they yes. typically limit them? Okay. Yes. Yes. And I'll, I'll stop now and advise everybody, get to know your insurance plan pretty well. What's covered under the benefit. That's important. Um, it, it For something simple, if you're going to have a procedure where you may need some home care, take a look at that so that you're aware as well. Um, mm-hmm. I, I learned that very, very quickly when I used to work in the hospital with um, our hips and knee patients to okay. find out what they were entitled to afterwards. Is it third? Is it um, a number of visits? I know ours is thirty. Is it thirty visits per year? So it depends. Um, that's a standard one, Betty. I'll just leave it at that. Each one is a little okay. bit different, and I, I think it depends on the type of coverage that you have. Okay. Okay. 
All right. Well, that's when Guardian Nurses was consulted, and our job was to appeal to the insurance company on Ben's behalf. Um, and we we got that referral. How was he is uh, is he getting our benefit as a result of an employment situation? Uh, yes, actually, it was um, a benefit company that contacted us that had provided the benefits to him. Okay, got it. Um, so, um, all right, our, our, our job, again, was to appeal on Ben's behalf, and we were going to ask for additional therapy visits that would allow Ben to continue and not to stop because we knew all the potential that was there. So imagine this was the end of March. He would have had nothing, nothing. So, um, and, uh, but, and, he, and I, I'm sorry, I keep interrupting. Yeah. I'm just, I'm no, really, okay. was he making progress? Cause I know that that yes. often is. a okay. Yes. Right. Yes. And it, it was exciting for everyone to see, including the kids to see that the, the changes every day. Yes. He was making progress. He was able to um, get out of the wheelchair for longer periods of time, um, able to transfer a little bit more safely because he was gaining upper body strength. Speech was vastly improved. Um, eating had never really been a problem post discharge from the hospital. So things were progressing, but just imagine that was that was it. It came to a screeching halt in March. And, you know, the family had the option that they could pay out of pocket for visits, but that would continue for a long time. And it really wasn't a good option at that point. So as Ben's nurse advocate, I was driven by Ben and his wife's attitude. Like, what can we do? We have to do this. We have to do this. We can do this. They weren't necessarily angry. They were just driven. Like they had hope. Let's do this. Help me. Um, so they knew Ben had more work to do and the energy to fight the fight was in them. And mm -hmm. I was very happy to, um, help them do that. So, and again, we knew how to do it. Guardian nurses knows that piece. We know how right. to fight the fight. We knew the inside scoop, which was really helpful. Right. The process, okay. the, the, the process was slow, but none of us gave up. We spoke with therapists, both home care and outpatient, and most importantly, we partnered with the insurance company. Um, just so everyone knows, each insurance provider um, has some sort of resources for their, their members who have a catastrophic event. Now, it's not something that, that you obviously know, and it's not something that they have necessarily printed in their um, explanation of benefits or the benefit explanation book that you get when you sign on to that, you know, that, that program. I called the number on the back of the card, his insurance card, okay. and reviewed the situation. It was customer service. I started right. like everyone else does yeah. um, and reviewed the situation. And eventually, I was connected to their um, catastrophic event team. That, so, yeah. and you, I mean, this is the first time I'm hearing about this. So mm -hmm. there is in place in at least this insurance company, yes. a catastrophic event team. Yes. And, and clinical and will help a family with dealing with a traumatic or a catastrophic event. Yes. And in Ben's case, he had a nurse case manager as well as a, a social work case manager. And I will also tell you that once this was established, any time any of us called that number on the back of the card, yeah. we were diverted to the social work case manager. 
it was it, it became seamless after that. Um, there's no reason to go through uh, customer service again. They realized once they got all the facts, they realized, OK, we need to start working on this. Um, Great. So, so uh, you didn't know about you didn't know that this existed either. This was just oh, no. somebody no. helping you. As you explain the situation to the right, it, to the, it all came from that 800 number on the back of the card. Um, identifying myself as you know, wow. Ben's nurse navigate, navigator, <laughs> how can we help this? Well, miracles do happen, yes, they do. <laughs> and I would like to say I partnered with the insurance team, which really was a big deal. Um, well, and that that's the you know, that's the best scenario. Right. It's yes. not that it, we're adversarial with the insurance oh, right. companies. It's 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 you know, we'd love to partner with them. It's just that the there does seem to be some uh, difference of opinion, perhaps, on what's covered and what's not and what's uh, allowed and what's not. So I'm glad that you had a good experience. And I also would like to say that both the nurse, the um, the nurse case manager, as well as the social worker had a much more in-depth understanding of situations like that. They're on the catastrophic team. So it was um, okay. they immediately jumped on and wanted to hear this story. So we presented I presented Ben's case to the case managers. Um, we had and it was physically as well as mentally, too. That was really important was to present the whole picture. Um, the kids, the family, you know, what it was like when he came home and how far he had progressed. And why were we going to stop this process? Um, and we, because we had spoken, I had spoken to the therapist and everyone that was involved outside of insurance, we presented, um, it was a projected timeline with short-term goals and long-term goals, which meant we would like to ask for this many more visits. We would like to ask for this many more visits. So they took all of that information back and presented it to the ultimate traumatic injury team. And um, I am happy to say that they allowed more visits, physical therapy, speech therapy, and occupational therapy visits, inpatient, not inpatient, I'm sorry, at home, as right. well as they continued his outpatient, which was huge. I do remember at the beginning, the when I called the um, physical therapist from his outpatient department, she said, good luck. I don't think this is going to happen. <laughs> right, because right. everybody's a little skeptical that this is going right. to actually work. Right. But if if you think about it, not everybody has someone that fights that hard. We really, right. all of us were a team fighting for Ben to get these. Um, well, and you, and you as the quarterback, I guess, because um, the PT, OT, they don't, you know, they're working with patients all day, right? They don't right. have the time to care coordinate. And that's what you're there for. Right, right. And they were happy to fight the good fight. They right. just needed somebody to do it. Right. So, um, so that he, so the benefits stopped in March, when did they reinstate the additional, um, visits? Well, unfortunately they didn't call us until, um, May, the beginning mm -hmm. of May. Wow. And I will tell you that by July, we had them reinstated almost double what they had been enough that, um, Ben's going to need some additional surgery. So they banked some of them knowing that he'll have to have some in-home visits again. Okay. Yeah. And, and how is he doing? Did he, I mean, I would think that he slide back a little bit and lose some functionality during the time slightly, that he was waiting. Slightly, but we use that as that was kind of the, um, the crux of this. 
you're there. You're, his brain needs to be continually stimulated. Both hemispheres were affected. Let's keep working. Um, and I will tell you, um, at the time that this happened, no, after probably August, he was able to use a rolling walker, wow. transfer safely, mm-hmm. contact guard with certain you know situations. For instance, if he was going to shower and spend a long time upright because balance is still a problem, um, but he's able to do that. Wow! Doesn't use the wheelchair anymore. It sits there as a reminder, but he doesn't use the wheelchair anymore. And when was the initial accident? Uh, um, it was August of 2022. Wow. Yeah. So he had been getting, so he finally got home and then they stopped doing the therapies. Yes. Yes. Okay. But they're, they're back. So it's now October. Um, is he still getting therapy or are they banking those he's, hours? No, he still goes to outpatient therapy where he gets okay. the um, the exoskeleton and aqua therapy and some of the bigger pieces of equipment that obviously you can't have at home. Wow. That's great. That's, I mean, look, he's a young man, right? Yes. A young man with a traumatic uh, event or but a lot of energy event. in there still. Yeah, a lot of energy. Yeah. Uh, and a and, great family. And, Right. And a supportive family and a great family. And, you know, they want to see him recover as, as fully as he can. And hopefully yes. he will. Right. Yeah. But they, yes. they need that he needs therapy. So, Monica, that's a kind of a, a long um, journey for him. Yes. You kind of came in to help. Uh, you're still supporting them. Uh, uh, I touch base. Yeah. Every great. few weeks, check in and see what do you need. And um, it's becoming Less and less. Okay. Well, yeah. that's when the nurse Nash comes out, I'm sure. You know, the whole, throughout this whole episode, I'm sure there was an, <laughs> the superhero nurse Nash appeared. So You're the kind. Family, the family doesn't want to let you go, I'm sure. Well, I'll never forget him. And you know what? You take, a, you know, I've, I've been a nurse for 37 years. And I, I learn a lot, but it never stops. And I'll take everything that I learned from him to another case. Just talk about the, the, the team, the traumatic tr team that's there. I would have never known that. No, I, I think, you know, I think sometimes insurance companies don't want to tell you things because then it would maybe, dare I say, it would be too easy. But uh, it feels it's kind of like sometimes. the keys to the kingdom, you know. It feels you know. like that sometimes, yeah. Yeah. So, so Monica, what, one of the things that, I you know, we were highlighting is not only the stories, but also for everyone involved like what is the takeaway for listeners who may not have a nurse nash in their corner what 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 do you feel like is the is the takeaway for the story well i have to go back to nursing in this one but i'm going to try to transfer this to every to every day i consider nursing an art and i thought this was a really good example of it um we didn't, first of all, we listened. So listen, listen and be compassionate. Don't take no for an answer. Instead, why not? Why can't this happen? Um, I, I use clinical experience in this case to help support that why not. And then there was collaboration, um, collaboration with any resource that was available. Um, and in this case, it was, it was therapists family and insurance mm -hmm. and 
in this, in Ben's case, we were able to transform caring into actual care. And you don't have to be a nurse to do that. Nurses do that very, very well, but figure out a way. And I think those are the examples. Well, and I, I guess when I think of caring in this example, at least the way you've demonstrated it, is, is again, the passion that you bring to helping someone. And I think that that is... A, could be a universal quality. It doesn't necessarily have to be a nurse, as you said. It could be his wife. It could be, you mm -hmm. know, his daughter, his mom, somebody that would be really in it with him uh, and and pursuing the the additional therapies or the additional caring, right? So I, I think that oftentimes, at least in my experience, is that insurance companies will say no. Mm -hmm. Initially, um, mm -hmm. sometimes they say it twice, three times, <laughs> and 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 I think that's in some instances deliberate because they feel like you'll go away, right? Because yeah. people just don't have the wherewithal to just keep fighting. Um, and the, the the question, it's not you don't have to accept it; it's why not. Right. Why not figure out right. a way? Right. Why not? And mm -hmm. and then here they, yeah. So, but the, the first suggestion you made a while back was know your benefits, right? Yes. Understand them. I know we've talked in previous podcasts about, um, I think the, the analogy was people spend more time planning their vacation than they do reviewing their benefits when they sign up for them. Um, you know, you get benefits typically from your employer. Mm-hmm. There is a benefit plan summary, which is the document that lists all of your benefits in that plan. And uh, we always encourage folks to take a look at it and ask questions and typically ask questions of either, you know, the insurance broker or your HR um, professional to understand what it is that you're getting. Because yes. in the instance of Ben, he had a limited amount of therapy visits and that became an issue when he had an event. So. And, and, you know, when, when you're young and healthy, you don't really think about it that way. Right. I, I'm sure a, a mid 30 year old, healthy, active, vibrant man didn't think, well, I might need these physical things. I might need speech therapy. I don't think right. that ever crossed his mind. Right. Right. No, I, I, I that's a great point to, to end on. Thank you. That's a great point. Um, so thank you, Nurse Nash. It is uh, always a compelling story when you tell it. Well, thanks for having me. <laughs> All right. I look forward to having you back this season. So I'll keep up the good work. Thank you, Betty. Have All right. A great take day. care. Bye-bye. If you have any questions that you would like us to address in a future episode, please email us at podcast at guardiannurses.com. That email again is podcast at guardiannurses.com. We would love to hear from you. Thank you for joining us this week. You can find the Lighting Your Way podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google, YouTube, Spotify, and Stitcher. If you liked what you heard, tell a friend and leave us a review. You can learn all about Guardian Nurses Healthcare Advocates on our website, guardiannurses.com. So until next time, find some joy in your life, pet all the good doggies and kitties, and remember to tell your people that you love them. Take care.